Welcome to Termage and Talk, your weekly walk through the minds of two hip hop heads who happen to be uh, women and who happen to not be listening to music and watching a lot of TV. I'm Chantel. I'm Goody. And it's not that we don't want to listen to music, but so much comes with listening to the music. Too many people are dying. Too many of the people who are supposed to be legends are doing fuck shit. Um, <laughs> It's a lot to process while you're trying to be an adult and work a real nine to five. If y'all want us to talk about um, hip hop, at least in its current state, right. you know, I have to uh, tell your friends to tell a friend to check out Termigant Talk so that we don't have to work these nine to fives. But I'm not working my nine to five and then dealing with Nicki Minaj screaming on people on Queen Radio or Kanye West telling me he got more money than me. I'm just not doing it. Right. Oh, fuck him. Um... So we're here to do our uh, reviews of our favorite TV show. Well, one of our favorite TV shows, the uh, Power Book Three, Raising Canaan. And this week we're on episode six and it's called It's Businessman. Um, so as we always start out, Vinny, what did you think of this episode? I like the episode. Uh, it kind of gave us a little, it gave us some insight into marv and like marv you know marv trying marv is trying to heal some of his darkness and he's also still very fully entrenched in his darkness so it's it's an interesting watch um i give the episode like a strong nine out of ten i like yeah there were some unnecessary pieces and parts that we're gonna have to deal with at some point in time but for the most part i would say that it was, I agree, it was definitely like a nine. Um, I think that the story's starting to move on. My predictions still, they vacillate, but we know um, we know how some of this ends. So it now it's just like putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, I would say that this is the first episode, like before it was like raising Canaan and now it's like becoming the Canaan that we yeah. know. But if you think about it, when we, we're looking at this person, 91, 92, when we see this person is supposed to be 2018, that's a long fucking time. That's, that's a, a lot long. of heart. That's a lot of <laughs> be callous, a lot of friction causing. Yes, yes, for sure. Big friction energy. Um, I will tell you something that before we start talking about the episode, did we talk about, did I talk to you about the fact that his son's name is Sean and that some of the the, the threads are saying they think that he named him after Famous. That's that's Famous's real name? Sean Figueroa. That's Famous's name. Oh, but then if he's naming him after Famous, what happened to Famous? <laughs> One of two things. Either they he leaves us or blows up. Yes. Let's yes. let's hope for blows up. I don't know. You know what, Goody? I vacillate. I think Famous is going to blow up. I think he's going to blow up too because I think that he's going to get tired of people telling him he whack. I just think he's going to get a hit. It's not that mind time. You, even the, the streets need a body. It was a vibe. It, it was a good thing for the moment it was in. If he had yeah. followed it up with something else or if he actually wasn't telling somebody else's story and he was telling his own story and had some, this is what's happening now type of thing. You know, like drill music where they tell you, I had beef, streets need a body. So I put the body on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the I, think that, 
I think that that part of it is was a little weird, but I don't know. I just have a feeling about him because he's so, he just seems like he's going to make it. So either he's going to make it and then something's going to happen. But um, that Sean, Sean thing mm-hmm. spelled the same way in their relationship that continues. Um, I don't know. But Famous is a down-ass dude. But he... Like, and and, and Kanan is down. Like, he is committed to him. Like, that's his friend. That's his man. But Famous don't, like... We'll get into it, but Famous be... You know, he he not sturdy. <laughs> that's, not why sturdy. I think, that's why I think Famous is going to be famous. Because he not sturdy. He, he, yes. he is not built for this. No. So where do we start? Well, so we start in a club, right? Okay. Now... Queens people, I don't know why this club gave me mysteries. Now that's a very old reference, but it was giving very mysteries tea in there. Um, so they do a meeting in a club, right? Rock, Marvin, Lulu's there, Warrell is there, other people that we never seen before. Somebody who looked like Nas in the background with the field jacket and the happy, field hat. Happy belated birthday, sir. Mm. We'll talk, we can talk about the concert at the end if you want. We can. Okay. Um, and they're talking about what their next plan is. They've decided that they're going to do business with these people in New Jersey. It's what's happening. Um, they've got a meeting, blah, 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 fine, right? Uh, her brothers are very concerned because they know the brutality of the Italians, the Italian mafia at this time. These people are not to be fucked with. They will put you to fuck down. You ain't family, you ain't cousin, you ain't and kid. on top and on top of that, they ain't really gonna do no time because they have the science scienced and they have the complexion going in their uh direction. Right. So Warrell shows himself to be a piece of shit girl. Coming to her with the oh, you know, I gotta tell you this, you know, you got you know, I, you could trust me talk. What does she say to him? Yeah, Anybody oh, who says you could trust me, you can't trust them. Right. And it's kind of like, oh, so he just giving you this information. You just ran into telling you this. Meanwhile, there's a part of me that feels like unique. This is the asshole and unique. Rock, he does not think that Rock is a stupid person. So he he, plays in her face a lot. He plays in her face, but he knows he can play in her face. He sent a Warrell to play in her face, and he knows that she's gonna see through the facade that Warrell is putting up. Yeah, so I, I, I think he's setting Warrell up to be yeah, killed. He's, there's no way that that would be the only thing that makes sense after Warrell was like, I ain't going no police with you. Like, they didn't explain that well to us how they went from fuck out my face to I'm going to tell you everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they were going to do this, Warrell needed to be like, yo, I was waiting for you to come home. I got a plan. That that would have showed us that they actually had a brotherhood. But what they actually have is a working relationship where the employee was insubordinate. Mm-hmm. Unique does not think Raquel. Unique respects Raquel's intelligence. And he sent a Warrell to play in her face. Yeah. So what did you think about when she's like, oh, and Kane is going to be on too? I think this Still is the worst mother in the world. Call BCW. Yeah, this is what a bad mother. This is what a bad mother is all about. But this is uh wait, what Push said? I shot grinding in my mom, my mama's mama's projects. 
Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes there are people who inherit the um the grind, right? And the people they inherit it from ain't shit. Cause mm-hmm. the whole purpose of doing it is so that they should the whole purpose of bettering yourself or the getting money should be so your children shouldn't have so your children have money, not get money. Right. Or so, so you can show your children a better way. Even the mafia does it. Like the ma- they don't put their children. Not all of their children. Not their, not their girl children, at least. It's like, no, you're going to go to law school. You're going to become a doctor. And even yeah, the whole sense of the, the Godfather is the fact that Michael Corleone was meant to do something different. Like that's the whole sense of the Godfather story. And that he eventually gets pulled into it because of, you know, circumstances that were beyond his control. But But none of this is beyond control for Kanan to do. Lulu's pissed that she's putting um, Kanan in. Um, We get to the point where he tells Kanan, yo, what are you doing? You better than this. Yeah. Yeah, Lulu is a very, he is a very complex character. And I wonder, like, I don't know. It's very interesting. But Uh what I think is interesting is Lulu thought that music would be a reprieve. And it's not because he's required to be the same in music as he is in the streets. Yeah, but before we get to Lulu, I do want to ask you this. Mm -hmm. The way that she downplays what happens to her in the Catskills, you didn't think that was weird? I did think it was weird. Um, there's a lot of weirdness attached. We'll get even to it with the when they go to the meetup. There's a yeah. lot that's weird about the way they're trying to integrate these Italians into the story. Um, See, I think it's the reverse. I think that the character, so it's like, what do we know, right? So we both know if you've watched enough stuff, what those characters represent, what they tend to be as, as it relates to like, if they make a deal, are they trustworthy? They don't typically deal with black folks. They stay within the family. But it's the exception to the rule is that Unique helped the young son in jail. So now he's got an in, right? He's into the in with them, going to meals with them, all of that but it's stuff. Like how in? When did the son get out? Why don't you show us a little bit of that? That's, not I just don't understand Raquel's indifference to what happened to her. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, Maybe they're showing us that in order for her to have be such a bad parent, she can't she can't be in any part of her feelings. Everything is in her head. I don't, it's like, is your quest to win so strong that you would? I don't know. It but then you know, well, she's it plays well because it's like all of these men around me are second guessing me. And I, only, no, I can't even no. call Symphony to lay down up in Symphony arms because he but done the, left me too. But the thing about it is that she's so fucking driven to win that I don't think she's paying attention to what her, what her brothers, what specifically Lulu's like, I don't know about these motherfuckers. I don't know about unique. I don't know about these, about the Baselli's. I don't know about any of this shit. We don't, we don't know this group of people. We don't know this world. We don't know the terrain over there. We don't know yeah. shit about over there. Every time like, we go over there, somebody's going to die and we lose yeah. it. And then she's like, well, just do your job and make a meeting in a place where we won't get our heads blown off. 
And you know what? He does a great job. The boardwalk, smart. I don't know if they were on Coney Island or if they were on the Jersey. I think it was the Jersey Shore, right? Like Jersey Shore. They get out there. They have this meeting. Um, did you know that the man who plays Marvin was a comedian? I had no idea he was a comedian. Yes, he was like a. He is a stand-up. And I think that that is why some of that shit that he does that's funny is comedic time. You think the food and all that might be improv? Like it's the way he interacts with it. It's funny. Like when he's talking to the the son, and he's like, "Yo, I didn't even know that they had this out here. You want some?" And he like touches him, but then like when he pulls away, he's like, "All right." But it's like funny. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't being like menacing. He was just like keeping it light because Marvin is happiest when he's got food. And he's like, yo, this shit is mad good. Like, I think it was like cheese fries or some shit. Yo, and the dude is Eddie Murphy live out with you. Yeah, yeah. Asking Eddie Murphy questions. And he's just keeping it light or whatever. And I saw today, I think, I saw a clip on my reels where he was doing a set. And then I was like looking more. He's funny. Very different. Obviously, he does accent work because that's not the way he speaks normally. And he has a gap in his seat. Which I think is better. I think it makes him more cuter. Just cuter. For me, to hit the way he looks. He was maybe this was old, he was slimmer. Um, but funny. It was a few funny clips or whatever. But anyway. When I was younger, this African dude was like, yo, that gap in your teeth, you in my in my tribe, you'd be a queen. He probably was telling me, you know, he just hitting me with that smoke. But whatever. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Whatever you got to do, fellas, keep it going on. So they make that deal. It's a shitty deal because he's like, yeah, what other, like they shake hands. And he's like, yeah, but Unique's going to run the Jersey operations. So she got muscled. So she agrees to do a deal. The Italian's going to let her work in Jersey for, in peace. They shake on it. And then he goes, Unique's got to do the deal. Unique's going to run it. And Unique's standing there looking all fine and terrible. Yeah, um, terrible, but bigger than that, this is where I feel like he really sells Warrell out. Like, she's like, yeah, I see you in Warrell. He's like, yeah, I, I gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. But the thing about gotcha, bitch, is like... We, when you said that line, whoever wrote that line about I hit the buzzer beater, uh -huh. said, okay, okay. Bars. It's bars, but like, the second day he thinks he's win, like they are like the the arm wrestling match where the people be all over the room. Mm -hmm. The second that you think you won, like she thought she won when she got him put in jail, and she sent him to the place that put her that screwed her. She sent him to the place that screwed her business expansion. Word, word, word. It's because of who Unique is as a man. That's how he gets down. He wasn't going to be a party that nobody's raping. I get that. So, you know, now we got Kanan, they, they go make the deal. Kanan's been, you know, rehired as the, the bag man. Brown bag boy. Uh-huh. So he goes into the, he goes to the PJs, goes to the house. You know, they're not treating him like Rock's son. They're treating him like the brown bag. Got his jam sport, goes to get the bag. I was like, here, this little thief go again to my how much is in here. No. Mind your steal. business. No thief. No. And your mother counts every fucking coin. Yeah. So he leaves out. And I like that famous that come upstairs with him. This is what I'm telling you. That's his that's, friend. That's his friend, but he knows his boundaries. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. 
sometimes at times but there's another component like back in the days your friends used to know when to stand the fuck back and let you handle family business so he goes upstairs gets the money comes downstairs what's the nigga name freddie 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 comes now, freddie's friends look crackheadish a little mm-hmm. no yeah they look like they was doing all the drugs freddie didn't look right they hopped out that raggedy jetta buzzing into the parking lot and snatched famous chain takes the backpack let the money in it now i did love what he told him he was saying this is not what you want to do and i feel like in that moment kana got activated out of fear and we've all been there we're supposed to be doing something for our parents and we fuck up and now we like no we got to fix this now this is but it's not only out of fear. I, didn't Raquel give him a, a a lecture? Like, yo, now you in it. You wanted to be in. You in. Didn't she give him a lecture in that club? Yes. About, okay, so now you got to hold yours down. It, it was even something about being a man. Like, a man don't allow people to play in their face is essentially what she was saying. Yeah. Well, if they do play in, they, in, in your face. You got to handle it immediately. We'll even get to that with her. (laughs) You know, I saw some people being real upset about the famous use of the word nigga. I think that people who get upset at that are not New Yorkers. They're not, it's the same thing with Fat Joe. Not in close proximity to what it means to be an urban city youth at the time like nobody's telling anybody on Allerton Avenue they can't drop the n-word nobody and that's where that's where that's where we keep some of our Spanish mm-hmm. we're used to I don't know if that when I was growing up we was n-word down and it wasn't like you can't say n-word I had a um I had a Muslim friend who was a lot like you he was a lot like Canaan his dad was Ak they were clearly doing more than what they were doing because he was 14 coming down to the junior high in a, a, a Jeep. Four finger ring, Gucci jacket. He was down, you know, head to toe. And um, nobody told him that he couldn't say the N-word. Like when we were growing up and when we started using the word as a term of endearment more, um, these are the people we were using it with, especially in that time. Yeah, people got to relax. Um, and they just got to know that they don't know. Yeah. So these boys are freaking out because Famous didn't know it was in the backpack. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, what? So my, if my, You know, my chain was gold-plated anyway. Yeah, yeah, which I love that. I love that he's full. I'm telling you, Famous is going to be famous. He is such a front-up. Front up. He's so full of shit that the only place that he needs to go is up and into entertainment. And from there, they go back to his apartment, his little apartment. And he ain't got no famous. protection up in the, no protection. He don't even have yeah. wire hangers in that bitch. That house is a shithole. I don't know if you've ever been in the apartment of a young man who is a little bit feral. This is what these apartments, either the apartments are immaculate and sparse or a fucking mess. And his was the latter. 
And these motherfuckers didn't even have proper fork and spoon. Everything is plastic, this, plastic, that. Somehow they go over to um, Corinne and Paloma's it house. Because Kane is like, I need a knife. Because he was, now this is funny because he was really fitting to take a knife to a gunfight. He was, but he was just going for his. And I get it. He was very stressed, very out of his head, very knowing that that was a lot of money. And whatever was going to come from Freddie, that whatever was going to come, like once they, we know, but Freddie had to know. He knows who Kanan is, which is a wild choice also. I think he knows who Kanan is, but he also knows, like he, I don't think he's tracking who Kanan is this summer. He's not tracking what happened right before the summer. He's tracking the dude who was about to get into Bronx science. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. But then let's get into this mom, Paloma. So they go over. Now I did appreciate that Corinne was um, doing her nails. painting her nails on a tray table because God forbid she spilled anything on her mother's stuff. Which that's happened to me. Her outfit made sense. She made sense. She's giving teenage sassy little teen. So tell um, me some more what you need a knife for. Oh, you a yeah. chef? What you yeah. about to cook? And how come you don't need the fork, the spoon? Just a knife? The one thing that was irking me was famous sitting on the end of the people couch. Because you know, ain't no way. Now, when Miss Paloma sashayed her sexy ass out from the back and she saw him, he didn't even move then. And I said, mm. this is definitely a house of not respect. Um, no broad up, see. You. Oh. So the mother comes, Paloma is mom, sexy mom. And I guess she's able to put two and two together. And she got a thing for Kanan because she's a fucking pervert. Kanan is like 16. And she gives him a little sexy talking to and gives him this old ass 22 and wishes him well on his pursuit for whatever violence he intends to give. Now, I did love the push in. Because they timed that shit perfectly. Now, what they didn't do, because he's still can't, he's still baby Canaan, they didn't close the door behind themselves. Mm -hmm. Could have been smart and stupid because you want to be stuck in there. But when they pushed that boy, <laughs> I let out such a laugh as the day, I don't know how many takes they did, but the young man who plays Canaan flung his body. Like, you know how freaky he's, he's like, the nigga slipped his body to the side. He slipped his body. <laughs> Yeah, he, he like he flung his body on him like they flew through the door and famous come like right behind them and the idea that this is the moment this man is trying to explain his way out of it you know he swings on him whatever and then he's kind of like trying to apologize or whatever trying to cop a plea i'm using well, the there, ain't, there ain't no plea that you could really cop with me like you know who i am you robbed me with a gun. You opened the fucking bag talking about you was going to send. Oh, when I saw what was in it. So if if what was in it was just my notebook, you was happy? What if that was my rhyme? What if that was famous rhyme book? <laughs> right, right. I mean, first of all, you just tried to steal a Jansport because you wanted a Jansport. Fine. That was the hot ticket. But honey, Kanan gave him the business. Now, you know what that was? That was an ass whipping of stress release. Uh-huh. But and, and it was also like, yo, 
you, like a lot's happening with each blow because it's like this you know what i was tasked to do has to get fucking done i don't care how it gets done it has to fucking get done and but then i think at some point and i think this is what the whole idea like with me and canaan i think he realized he was scaring the other guys and he liked that like because they can't do if i scare you you can't do this shit to me yeah. I gotta make an example out of this he motherfucker. Fuck that dude up. He did everything short of blowing his head off. Now because this that- is the thing though. You saw what was in the bag, so you know what I'm on now. I can't be the dude who's going to Bronx Science with you or any of these niggas in here. Because the next time you see me in a with a bag, you're gonna press me. You're not right. gonna press me when I'm done with this though. I had something yeah. to do and you was getting in the way of what I was feeling. And so Paul Paul was just trying to go to his apartment across the hall. Now I like that he did not intercede. He went to his home, locked his door, and called the police. And I like that for him. Well done. He's an older man, really what none else you do. But I thought it was weird that when they were leaving, because they got out of there, like you know, famous again, because famous, this is not what you do. So famous, like, we got to go, like, hey, like, all right, like, come on. He grabs the bag, they run out. Fucking whoop, whoop. And Kanan just cut, at, like, it happens. I don't know if you've ever seen people running. Yeah, yeah from you got dip. It just, somebody gets caught and the other person just, it's like trap. Like, he hit. When he but turns around. This is the thing. He had it on him. He oh, had a gun. He did. He did. I forgot about that, but he got away. Our friend Famous gets arrested. He gets the bag. What are um, they arrested? They're arresting them because they started running. Yeah. Yeah. Because the reality is the cops know them as to they be. They was going. Yeah. The and cops, they like to laugh at them. They know them to be. These kids ain't doing nothing. You know why he, we know they these kids ain't doing nothing? This is a jam sport to them. They ain't looking in that shit. We'll get we'll give a fuck about these mixtapes. We we actually heard the mixtape is not that good. Right. And then like now this is where we kind of get back to why I don't like rock. Kanan goes home and tells his mom, mommy, famous got arrested. I need your help. Oh, we don't do that. We not, he not family. He's like, that's you know, like. We, you know, but at what point did he stop being family? He was family when he was joining you every Wednesday. He, he was family in all these things. And again, this you know, this might be a couple of the holes in their storytelling. I get why he couldn't stay at the house. Juke is there. But if Juke wasn't there, the way they were acting, he would have been able to be at the house because there so- would have been a room. Now, Kanan still don't trust his mother and he still wants her approval because he could have just told her what happened and they would have took care of it. But then we wouldn't allow the story to advance the way we needed it to advance. Well, even bigger than that, though, it's like, I can't do this shit on my first day back. Right, right. So he fucked up on the first day. Ego. But, goody. Kanan, the bag ain't get dropped off. Eating him mashing potatoes and fucking you talking know, that family dinner. Always. So she's mashing her potatoes. So now what we see while he's running in the house to talk to her is Officer Detective Howard. Detective Howard at the diner 
waiting, drinking coffee and, you know, reading the newspaper, what people did in 1992. Um, and he's sitting there. I was, you know, at first I, I, I didn't, I did not realize it was supposed to be Kanan. I thought he might've seen the chick doing her job. Doing I thought he was waiting for the lady to talk yeah. to her to apologize. Cause I don't know why I feel like that's going to be his girlfriend. What I do know is this. He got stood up and he ain't like that shit. Yeah. So he leaves. The boys, you know, my our friend Famous is in jail, kicking a freestyle. Motherfuckers start la- like, oh, you, she's got a body. They laugh at him. He kind of gets a little pressed, not pressed, but a little right. sun in jail. He got sun, but he was proud of his work. And But you know what? This might be what helps him become. This I'm telling you, this boy is going. He's getting. He's going through. He's getting stories. Yes, stories, but bigger than Mm -hmm. getting stories. Kanan telling him, "Uh, it was okay." Lulu telling him it was okay. Them asking him for more quality material. When your people are telling you shit, you you don't tend to listen to them. But now it's a bunch of strangers telling him the same thing, while he's getting his stories. So let's finish talking about like this jail with famous because. We got to get into that conversation that Raquel had with her brother because it was long overdue. Mm-hmm. So long story short, we get, a, we get our boy Famous in jail, getting stories for his multi-platinum debut album coming out on fucking nigga up records in 1993. He gonna go on tour with the Wu-Tang Clan and he is going to be very famous. The end. That's how I think it's going to happen for Famous. Either that or he's going to die. Um, and then he gets sprung out of jail. And you see uh, Kanan waiting for him. And then, well, you see Kanan waiting outside and you see Detective Howard bring him out. So now Kanan went and called his daddy. And his daddy is doing what his what his prostitute girlfriend told him to do. Just be the, whenever, kids know when you're there for them. Mm-hmm. So just be there. Yep. It didn't hurt nothing to do except... So famous, so he gets famous out of jail. You know, famous is unfazed, very, very loud, very much as always. Um, he says, "Thank you." And who the fuck is creeping on the low? It, it, uh, she's getting on my fucking nerves, uh, girl. This is none of your business. Because remember, earlier in the episode, she goes down to records, and this must be pre-computers, bitch. Why are you at one pp looking at people's folders talking about all oh, nineteen seventy four to nineteen seventy six? There's a there's a space. Now that tells something about the story. Because remember, I kept saying he was in the army. He wasn't in no fucking army. He, like, was, un- he was undercover. And Rock didn't know he was. But a- how was he undercover? That's his neighborhood. So that maybe, so maybe that's how they it- brought him in, in as a cop. But it was a cop. They was like, yeah, you could go through your training and everything, but you can't tell. Maybe they brought him in knowing that they what he they wanted him to do. And whatever it is they wanted him to do, he didn't tell Rock he had to do. And it broke her heart when she finally found out. I don't know. Something is weird, though. But that was the intention, to show that time gap, which is exactly the time when Kanan is being made. And and, because he comes back, remember, he comes back and she already has a baby. Interesting. But he gets on the job in like 74, like it was... Either he got on the job in 75 and was gone for 70. Something something was amiss, though. Well, maybe they sent him away and he had to leave. And it was like, yo, how you just going to leave me? And when he came back, there was nothing he could really tell her. 
whatever it is, something ain't right there. And Burke ain't got no business. What's no, no. how, how long we think she's gonna make it all the way? You don't think he's gonna punch her in her face or something? Like, she needs somebody <laughs> to punch her in her face, nope. or like, just mind your fucking business. No, nope. she's not. They don't thrive, or we don't get more story if she keep getting into his fucking business. They're not even partners right now. Is he even working? He's on workman's comp or some shit. Yeah, what are you doing? I don't know what she's doing. So Burke is being nosy. But then it kind of like flips back. Let's flip back to the family dinner. And now we finally get in Rock doing the right thing. Because Marvin, you know, Marvin's really going to his anger management. And he's trying to get the hang of it. He's going to try to fuck Miss Renee sooner than later. But he is also allowing that stuff to permeate first the therapy. All, wait, well, first of all, when he was like, I'm outwardly attractive. He know God yes. is good and goddamn well that's not what it was. I bet you he, and I bet you he, um, um, improvised that line. It was too funny. Again, now that I know he's a comedian, some of that funny shit he'd be doing feels like he does it. So, Rock finally confronts him about what he did to Jude. Like you, it, you, in in some ways, it feels like Rock is a better mother to Juke. I mean, she's still a piece of shit mother, but in some ways, it seems like she's a better mother. She's a better mother to a daughter, a hip ass daughter who don't want much, than she is to her own son. Cause she's like, nigga, if you ever touch her again, you it's like you touching me, and I will fucking kill you. By the way, she had never said anything to him about it all this time. Because you know, families do that. They try to push shit under the rug. Not that. They I try to you. push shit under the rug and try to act. And Juke ain't say shit about it. Uh, although Juke had to tell her, like, this is why I'm here. Because this nigga put his hand on me. Right. So fuck this nigga. Right. So they speak about that. He, she tells him what he needs to know, which is Kenya's back. And he looks broken like he looked like somebody he didn't look rage filled he looked he's no longer using rage like he's learning to take a minute before rage just takes in Mm -hmm. because you know how long you how long you do this oh a couple of days a couple of weeks or he was taking his deep breaths i was like look at okay yes yes but also when he's when she said kenya he did not register rage. He registered hurt. hurt. But wait a minute, because ain't Juke at the dinner in a dress? Well, we didn't get there yet. We got we to go back to Juke and her fly as outfits and some not so fly. Um, but so we got, so he's, they're talking about this. He tells her what, you know, need, what he needs to know, which is this is what's happened. She's in Harlem. Now, I don't know how he got any more information but you know she maybe he knew she she had people in harlem and she was only going to be at a certain section maybe but the motherfucker gets out his car and buzz her door talking about marvin and now kenya is a very very tough woman because kenya buzzed the door she must really feel god is on her side because whatever she continues to just buzz the fucking door juke 
Look, it's Laverne. Come upstairs. Never spoke to you a day in my life. Come upstairs. I don't even know if this is your real voice. Come upstairs. Let's him into her house. And he lays into her ass. And I said, oh, Kenya did some shit. She didn't defend. Which is the most Christian thing she could do. Nah, it's also, oh man, I really fucked up. Yeah, she, yeah, she knows she fucked up. She told Juke as much. She held herself accountable speaking to Juke. But she knows what she did to Juke was fucked up. So whatever she did to Marv was more fucked up than what she did to Juke. Yes. Now, let's get into Juke. And Wait these a minute, though. You cannot miss what you never had. You can feel a void. Juke can't miss what she never really had. Okay. But Marv had her. Yeah. She abandoned them both, but Juke don't know what she don't know. Marv know what he right. knows. And he know right. what he felt. And this takes us back, you and I were talking about it. This takes us back to that fight he had with Lulu, where we just, at the time, he's just this fucking bonehead. You don't mm -hmm. really think there's any depth to him. But when Lulu said what Lulu said to him, mm -hmm. he got the, the rage took over him and they mm -hmm. started fighting, right? The rage ain't in him as much right now. We're yeah. seeing hurt and vulnerability. Yeah, because he is a heartbroken man. I, what did I text you after I finished? Well, I said, this man is heartbroken. This whole time, this anger towards women, dismissal, you know, only fucking with a certain type of woman, not really being serious. Even the attraction to Miss Renee, Dr. Renee, but he calls her Miss Renee, that she, they, her and Kenya don't look that different. Yeah, they favor. Right? But I was getting to Juke going shopping with her mom to Bloomies. But time out. Kenya probably got her voice from down to the church, down to this particular church she live around the corner from. Mm. That's probably why he was like, oh, she's still, she's still around there by them people. Yeah. So... They're in the mall. Well, they're not in the mall. They're in Bloomingdale's, right? Mm -hmm. Or Lord and Taylor, one of the two. Let's talk it's about it because it feels very similar to the shopping she did when Nicole was forcing her. Well, not forcing her, but asking her to go to the ball. Right. Very Except that she was doing the reverse. So she was trying to please her mom in this moment. I think it's bigger than trying to please her mom, though. I think it's also the life she has lived. Mm -hmm. her. her uncle has betrayed her her father has betrayed her um i don't think we're gonna find out that rock really betrayed her that crazy uh unless rock knew where the fuck she was because rock was like yeah she in harlem unless rock had that fucking address rock ain't really betray her the way we think but her lifestyle betrayed her because she fell in love and it was perfect and it got snatched yeah. Because her lifestyle, being a lesbian and falling in love, mm -hmm. she knew she wasn't going to fall for no dude, but she fell for a white chick, the most random shit on the planet. So she falls for a white chick and that lifestyle gets her vulnerable. But her real lifestyle, the shit that she lives in on a day-to-day -day basis, snuffed out the love and the vulnerability she had. Juke yeah. don't want to be Juke anymore. Juke want to be Laverne. I don't know. I feel like Juke still want to be Juke, but she want her mommy real bad. I, I, now, I feel like it's a combo. And I, I, I did enjoy that they put her in a Tommy, a vintage Tommy Hilfiger sweater dress. 
I love the, the fucking mustard. With the um with the the coat with the toggle. So she still looks like her. And I again something I'm gonna call out that didn't bring realistic. When the booster saw her on the street and said something to her, and her mother spoke to that boy. And said, I'm her mother. And he didn't look at her. And he didn't address himself. Well, that calls back to famous not moving off of the couch when the mother came in the room. Those are directorial choices, though. That character would not have conducted himself like that in front of her mother. Especially if he saw Juke was dressed totally different. Oh, you on, you on to some, they hustlers. At the core of it all, they hustlers. Oh, But it's not that, they're young people. They're young people, but like, you look completely different. You either on your way to church. We don't fuck with that. You with an elder. But you know, boys used to be like, oh, your mom bad as fuck, dude. No, 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 no. I really hate this. I hate this moment because the level of disrespect disrespect is not realistic. Not for the time, not for the way kids treated adults. Like I promise like, you, I told you we were sheltered in my family. I was very sheltered. Then, you know, kids were friendly, but we weren't really allowed to have friends. Mm-hmm. The people we were friendly with at school, you know, kids figure it out. Oh, they were they adults. They might give you a head nod, they see you outside, but they're not fully engaging because they know that they're not welcome to engage in that manner. They know what your family's on. Right, but they know what again, elders are on. And this dude, like you're saying, he has no fucking manners. He has no manners, but no manners. And he didn't without manners. Knew enough to be like, oh, I'm sorry, miss. Right, that's manners. That's not a dude without that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, there are full on fucking murderers that when someone's like, this is my mom, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, miss. You know, I'm, you know, miss whatever. Like, pardon my bad. Or I'm sorry, you know, and they back up and they move on. That shit was some bullshit. That was weird. It was weird. It it didn't play well because even the look, like if it's somebody that you doing dirt with and they're giving you certain looks, this kid didn't know how to read the room. You don't do you don't do what you what they're doing, you know, the the boosting and all that. You gotta know how to read the room, you gotta know how to read the body language, you gotta know when I'm telling you when I'm giving you a certain look, get the fuck out of my face right now. Yeah, it was really, it stood out to me. And I was like, that was, who the f- I think it was heavy-handed, them trying to show Kenya what Juke really is on her. Like, Kenya, you're trying to put her all in these flowers. Yeah, Kenya was, Kenya is not, Kenya wasn't born and raised in the church. Kenya back at the church. But the yeah, way she and, said and Kenya she said, was like, young man, I am her mother. Because Kenya was right. trying to be like, yo, where do they do this at? Because no, that's not it. Kenya was is a street bitch. So when she said I'm his the mother, she was expecting a this person to back the fuck down. Because she wasn't going to back down. And he didn't. And, and then even his departure was very rude. It was, yeah, it was like all of a sudden it was seven-year-olds, not teenagers who know better. That was the part. I was like, this is whack. Um, but Kenya, she had to talk to her daughter about that and her life and her choices when she's ready. Um, do you want to talk about Raquel at the art studio with um, Cartier? I think 
even though we hate Raquel as a mother, I think Cartier is going to be amazing for her as a hustler. Oh, I don't think so at all. That nigga's crazy. I think he's he's a fucking nut job. A menace. I think him being a nut job is going to affect Lulu more than Raquel. I think him, which means Raquel will have to take care of it because Lulu ain't. That's her brother. It, it is her brother. As a matter of fact, we're gonna have to rewind back to Lulu being her brother and Unique saying, "Nigga, you ain't got it in you anymore." Oh yeah, that was that was wild. Nigga, you ain't but got Unique it. Unique is just a mind game. Unique is he's very observant. He knows how to get to rock. He's he strategic in how he places his bombs to blow up. Yeah. That bomb don't blow up when he says. You ain't got it in you anymore. That's not when it blows up. He's like, okay, bye. You ain't no killer, though. I could push you. Right. Right? That doesn't blow up then. It blows up when Lulu's talking to Rock and she's like, maybe Unique is right. And he's like, maybe. When he starts doubting himself, it's the mind game. He's doubting himself. Who am I? I, I, I the, the same way that Rock had that very good conversation with her brother, Marvin, about Duke. I think that the way that she introduced Crown. the interest in Famous, and excuse me, Crown, was ugly, and she was attempting to trigger him because when he is violent, he is useful to her. Yeah, absolutely. Because let's, not, let's not- Honestly, on his cool out shit, he's dangerous to even himself. Like this peaceful Lulu doesn't work for him. It doesn't. Maybe. I don't know. I hate the front of his hair, by the way. Yeah, but he's still. I don't know if that's a wig that they got on him. Because um, I don't remember him looking like that when we saw him last year at that concert. He looked great. He looked great at the concert. I don't know what they're doing to him, but whatever they're doing to him makes Marvin look like the best looking of the two this year. Marvin showed, I, I like his skinny broad shoulder setup that he's got going on with them sweaters he'd be there looking like a wire hanger yeah yeah very so lean what, um, i believe i like cartier for raquel because he's putting her on to game he's a menace but she needs a menace he is going he to needs a strategic she needs a strategic menace. Yes, but he don't got no fucking bounds and he is going to play one of her brothers to the left and he's going to have to make a It's not one of her brothers. It's Lulu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Lulu but You know and, what? And he's Marvin, not going to you know. know. To be fair though, Lulu and Marvin, they fight each other, but they don't play about each other in the street. They don't. They absolutely don't. But this is the thing. He's telling her he needs to wash his money. We now know that Lulu is full owner of Bulletproof Records. Yeah. <laughs> Raquel put the battery in fine-ass Lulu's back. Talk about, are you slipping? She done told it. Now, now, first first he find out Crown Camacho is fucking, um, fucking the sister. Now, Crown Camacho going talking to the sister behind his back. Um, now, before we get to the penultimate moment in this episode, what else do we need to cover? I don't want to cover Burke and her bullshit with the Me chick. either. That was whack. Fuck out of here. Burke is so a fucking bird. Like, like, yo, why are you laying up with your chick? A whole Ex part chick. of your life that Howard does not know about. Talking about Howard's whole 
Well, yeah, ex chick that's about to spend the night and become complex again. When you have a whole part of your life that don't even make sense, that probably your dad don't even know about. Yeah, but you don't want nobody to know about it. And that's why you heard this that Adina. I love that name. You fucking hurt Adina again, bitch. Adina's going to be the one that's going to tell Howard on you when you do some fuck shit. I would hope I so. I would but, hope so. Everything happens at the dinner table. Also, I think that that China and is the China is my China, the one I heard it from my mom. I was looking, I was like, wait, is that the same night early 90s ass China? Yo, I like, can't deal with them and their low-key opulence though. Like, well, listen. Lulu and his whiskey know. while he having his conversation. And the whiskey was in crystal. Of course it was. You understand these middle-class Negroes out in Jamaica, Queens, before people started acting like fucking banshees? She ate over, while he drinking out of his crystal, she like, you ain't got it. Oh, no, maybe I don't got it, but that gun just jammed, man. That gun did jam. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what else is jamming? Your man's crown? (laughs) Your man's crown? He jamming, too. He came yeah. down here. He tried to get me to turn my back on you. I ain't going to turn my back on you, though, but you should probably watch your back with that. And my man goes, to, oh, so first, you know, I want to say something about Zisa, and I want to say something about Lou. We're going to have to stop making Lou a sucker for love. Like, I get it. He's fucking handsome. He's sad. Everyone's sad. But, like, can we stop making him a sucker for love? Yeah, that's not cool. You know, Cesa was flirting with him real heavy. I did, I found it very sexy that he kind of like dodged it. But I still have that to say. It's not going to last. Right. After dinner, Lulu goes back to the studio because he's a hard worker. He's committed to the music. He gets down there and crown. I I don't understand. Nigga, you pulled a gun on this man and he walked up to you on it. Why you keep talking to him like crazy? Are you and that disrespectful because you turning your back? You talking to him over crazy over your shoulder? Like fuck you, nigga. You know that you ain't even good at this. Yeah. Music. When you see how hard he trying to be good at this music, and he's not bad because the beats that they're using now are his. Your beats, Crown. All you doing, yeah. Crown, is smoking the weed and talking to the radio station, and you're not even talking to the radio station. Good. You paying the radio station. With my money. So he gets smart with him. Talks him over his shoulder. And Lulu punches this motherfucker's face off. And continues. And And I saw, I mean, again, I like when actors do good. Because when he looks at that wire and like even the way he picked it up, I was like, well, it's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye. I knew that that I we you and I have been saying that Crown can't make it. He talks too smart. He thinks he's you know cute. His outfits are kind of weird. Um, he's a violent. He, he violates. He has no boundaries. He has no boundaries, and he ain't gonna make it to LA to catch up to be fucking homegirl down again. So I hope he enjoyed that last one because that's tough. And Lulu grab a hold of that damn plug out wire for the headphones. That's what it looked like to me. Like, you know, the wire. Remember when yeah, headphones, yeah, the long wires, when you uh-huh. the big ones? 
and he fucking chokes the fuck out of him and they made it a long scene because that another thing is lulu was liking to think one in in his head unique is playing you soft now nigga you ain't even you ain't even i don't even know look got it in you you letting niggas play in your face you let niggas play in your face. You ain't got Yeah, no I shit. definitely think that everything that had bothered him in the last week culminated went to his maker. Now, Crown fought valiantly. Not good. But, but Lulu. Now I was getting tossed around that room like a rag doll. He was trying, though. Now, I do have an argument. Lulu was wearing a felines velour. Mm-hmm. With black Reebok pumps. Nope. And I don't like that. Nope. Also, I forgot how fly the black Reebok pumps were, though. I had the pumps. They used to hurt my feet because, you know, just pump, 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 pump it I up. Heard, no, I heard, I didn't have them. I heard that they hurt people's feet. Because they you look having so much fun pumping it up. You oh, okay. cut it off your circulation, like, you know, how they do your high, your blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. Imagine your foot feeling like your arm with the blood pressure. Oh my God. He murdered the fuck out of that motherfucker. I was so happy. It's been a long time since you see a character go that needs to go. And it's time for the bodies on the show to start dropping. So good. And he also didn't close the fucking door. (sighs) So Kanan gets that honest. So he finished giving him, sending him to the crosswalk roads. Um... You know, going to see Uncle Charles and what the fuck is standing in the doorway? This ch- why is she in the doorway with her um with her gym clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> so Zisa says, so what are we gonna do now? They ain't no wee bitch, you wanna shut up or not? Now mind you, the way that your man Cartier was acting with his employees, she done seen some shit before because yeah, he's a menace. Cartier is a menace, y'all. And somebody's going to have to kill him, too. Someone's going to have to kill him, but um, a lot of what he says is foreshadowing for Warrell and Unique. Yeah, so... Um, let these niggas, when these niggas play in your face, mm-hmm. you show them quick, fast, and in a hurry how they shouldn't. So, in terms of the ending of the episode, we see Zisa, I roll, bitch, why are you here? You're an accessory after the fact for whatever it is you do. So now he owes her more than he owes you. That sucks. But it seemed like Lulu was still gone. Not in his, he wasn't, he hadn't come back yet. Yeah, it seemed like he was still gone, but it's interesting to me that she was, what are we going to do now instead of, oh, shit. And try, I ain't seen nothing and back up. This show, she gonna try to be a ride or die chick. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't need her as a ride or die chick because the ride or die. She well, the last one was supposed to be a ride or die chick too, and she was too much to fucking say. And then she has a stake in the game. Too much to say. Her music. Did you watch Empire at all? I took a while. Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, you know how the the art, like how his his new wife, who he he was in love with Cookie, but you know how the new wife was. Mm-hmm. But she felt like she had a stake in the game. That's you what saw that was Andre's wife. Yeah. Wasn't that Andre's wife? Oh no, that was real life. Lucius's new life, new wife in real life in 
on the show, but it was Andre's wife, wife in real life. Real life. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, I remember that. The way she was ah, 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 always had something to say. It's like, nigga, we handling fucking business and all our business don't happen in that fucking booth. So I, we need you to shut up because we done did some shit. I feel like I see the same play. Like it happened with Jessica. Ah, 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 ah. What about yeah. famous? What? And it, Jessica was doing it for her brother. This chick going to be doing it for herself. So who do you think drops next? Do you think? Wait, let's see something. Let me see something. How many episodes? How many episodes do you think it's going to be? Let me check the Wikipedia. Let's check the Wikipedia, you guys. 17 episodes. Excuse me, seven episodes. That feels short. It can't be seven episodes because we just saw the sixth one, didn't we? Yeah, so no. Maybe that's maybe they're only going but so far. So the next episode is called No Love Lost. Huh. Mm. Oh well. That usually pretends someone's gonna die. Warrell gotta go. We don't that, keep it, out that, Okay, so I will say this. If Warrell goes this soon, it's gonna be unique that kills him. Well, unique already set up to kill him by letter Raquel know, yeah, we both got you. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, Raquel's an idiot if she puts Warrell to work with Unique in New Jersey. You keep his ass right there in, in Queens and you fucking make him miserable. The only thing that could, should be able to save him is Unique and the Mafia. But uh, I, I, think, I, I don't like the... Okay, I, I still don't believe that this was the best usage of... um unique's italian card he would have to oh so it's gonna be only 10 episodes goody so this is episode six only four more and they're skipping next week so you guys that means that does that mean we're skipping next week then we could skip next week or we could talk to them about hip-hop but it's feeling like skipping next week i you know cardi says she's coming back in uh, november maybe Oh, you know what? Maybe it's not skipping like... No, there's no episode this week from what I can see. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Who dies so, next? Warrell dies. Like, we ain't got... We can't be dragging him through four episodes with his worthless ass. Okay. But at the same time, it's like... Unique's not likable, but he's sexy. But he's not a likable character, but... A lot of these characters are becoming unlikable. So, all right, I, I got a different list. So it says here, no love loss is coming on this Sunday, so we're not skipping a week. And then, a house is not a home is Sunday the second. Antitrust, and then if y'all don't know now, you know. Hmm. If you don't know now, you know. Feels like Canaan is really gonna rise. Yeah, but. Who he's standing on. Who he got to take out. Who he got to take out. Do you think he got to kill somebody? Actually kill somebody to beat him in? Maybe mom goes to jail. Also, did you hear those little breadcrumbs about grandma being a cursor? Yeah. About the only that God gave men dicks so they could have something to play with? 
Mm-hmm. And then instead of working because they're useless. Yeah, that's another thing they're giving us this season: breadcrumbs about the um, about what made these these people end up to be the the woman, the man. Like who? What made them? It ain't church folk. She said, she said before your grandma found religion, she used to have a mouth on her. She's telling it. I just wish they'd speed that up. And I don't know. We got four episodes, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, wait a minute. Episodes, four hours. What's up with Marv and Tony? Marv is pressed. Do you think he's trying to kill her so that she don't harass? Come, what is his issue? I just think he don't know how to let shit go. Like, remember when we talk about if you don't want me, they don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these men don't he even don't want you. Want, he don't want her. He, he glad to get her. the fuck out of there. He just wanted her to be dead. Because even when the Italian guy was like, I don't fucking live in Jersey. I'm in Scarsdale. You don't say. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Hey. I thought that was pretty funny. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You watch next week's uh, little snippets. I did. And my predictions are, first of all, that was a shitty, that was such a shitty Drive-by. trailer because we couldn't figure much out. Except that Cartier is a menace and that Rock needs to go talk to the Colombians. So something's wrong. Or maybe something's wrong. Like, what the fuck is going on in Jersey? And yep, something's wrong. Um, the lawyer I retained you said you leaking something. Like, some he's like, y'all, I'm hearing things. My mm-hmm. my little cousin tell me that you want some punk ass shit. What's good? Yes, yes. yes. Why you yes. ain't handle that dude who was harassing my sister? You know what? I didn't. But he's at this building. <laughs> he's at this address right now. Take care of him. Right. She can do. They can do that. Um. Crown is a um, Cartier is a menace. Lulu is on some murdering things for a bit, so we better be easy because he could drop more bodies, or he's about to go depressed. I don't know. Um, what else? Who else? Don't get depressed in the game like that, like you know. Well, they do, and they do like like Marv's misery. That misery, like self-destructive behavior. You know, putting yourself in a bad spot to get yourself killed. Um. Marv is going to, we're going to have to get some more of that story about Kenya. I need to see Marv and Kenya get in each other's faces a little bit. They were uptown like shooting. Like that she can't get into anybody's face. I feel like Kenya, we got Marv all wrong. We thought Marv might have been knocking her around or uh, we don't know what we thought Marv was doing, right? But what we now know is that Marv wasn't lying. Granted, I would love to know if it was really her uh, go, running behind some Nick ass nigga because you know it's always a Nick ass nigga that caused the problem. She had two husbands since him though. Since uh, Marv, how do we know that? Because Burke told um, Duke that when she did research on him. Well, what she killing these dudes or are they just divorced? Probably just, she probably needed to come back home and she lived a lot of places. She told her she had a number. She went to L.A., remember? She went somewhere else, and then she's back at home. I would really like to see. Juke and Marv don't need to make peace. At some point, they have to talk. But they have to. She needs to tell him 
all of what he did. And he needs to apologize to her. Properly. And because maybe Mr. something Renee will help from, him. He took maybe something from her. She cannot get that. And that's maybe funny. Maybe Miss Renee can help him with that. He's trying. Like he's sharing with her. He is being vulnerable. And maybe he will go down to the place and be like, Do you have the video from <laughs> like because I don't I don't think he knows. I think he's more sorry about the way he touched her body. That was violent. For yeah, something that really painting her room blue is an indication that yeah, know, like it has nothing to do with him. Who she wishes to have sex has nothing to do. You motherfuckers are literally murderers and drug dealers, and you're, you're worried going about to who... hell. Don't worry about who's going to say. Well, I, I ain't going to say where people going, but I no, will but say... you. I mean, if you acting all sanctified, like being a, a Lebanese woman. <laughs> Because he ignorant on top of it. Yeah, he ignorant when he get ready. Very ignorant. Oh, Lord. Um. Yeah. That's all we got. Maybe we'll see some better trailer clips. We need some super trailers, y'all. Because that was, that was shite. That was shite. It was. All I know. Oh, you know what we saw? Burke somehow found symphony. Mm-hmm. But you see, the problem with her finding these people is that she's finding people who are going to go back and be like, yo, what's up with this cop bitch? Yeah, I don't know why Burke... So I don't know what Burke is going to find out that will lead her to symphony, but I think she's just trying to sniff around. He's sniffing Raquel. around. Oh, you know Raquel, so you was with her and da-da-da-da-da, but this is the thing. If Raquel have to talk to Howard, like, yo, what the fuck is going on with your girl? She's she all up in my son's mix. Yeah, you she can't do that right now. That's no, but you didn't need to tell him you were if you weren't gonna keep him safe, you needed to stay the fuck out of his face. Cause yeah, now Raquel, he done gave him the, the paternity test. That's what that was, huh? Mm-hmm. I told you he was gonna get to it. Like, oh, you got doubts here. Your mom's a fucking liar. Oof. Don't ever fucking leave me sitting down drinking 10 cups of coffee. Oh man, that's my bad. He did have a crazy uh morning though. <laughs> like it's more than expected. Yeah. Omar was looking a little less Omarish. That's how he'd been looking for me to me the whole thing. He like he might have some hypertension going on under his eyes sleep deprivation but he ain't out here on the marketplace he got a wife i know if if ever he when she look at him she she see who he was when she met him i bet she do but uh you know well you know you guys um i want to thank y'all for listening (laughs) uh please subscribe rate review tell a friend tell a friend we are here at termogen talk um, we look forward to next week. We thought we was getting a skip, but no skips. Um, just want to really quickly say, went to see Wu-Tang and Nas and Buster Rhyme. And I will say that the Nas I saw at the Smoking Goose Show in LA and the Nas I saw at Prudential Center a week ago are not the same people. Prudential Nas ate his Wheaties? Prudential Nas has been on B12 shots. Massive Perhaps he's been on some tr- uh, treadmills. Maybe he's been getting stretched. 
um, drinking a throat coat, uh, looking like the bomb, had his hair twisted back. So there was like flat platted with his little dread thingies he got going on. He continues to be beautiful. So dreads, the march to, uh, dreads be the march to becoming a billionaire? I, I don't know. They all need to cut that shit. Um, he His performance is 10 out of 10. The Wu-Tang show, 10 out of 10. The production quality, 10 out of 10. What about Buster? The idea of, no, thank you. The idea of, not for me. I realized that. I don't. I didn't realize it because I've enjoyed Buster Rhyme, but he was an interruption from my experience because the way that they produced this show, which was to go from, to make these connective sets where you would go from a Wu-Tang set, set to a song with Nas, like verbal intercourse with Nas, Raekwon, fucking Ghostface Killer, out of a Wu-Tang set and into a Nas set. Into a Nas set starting a non-set ending and going into a Wu-Tang set by switching to eye for an eye. Just fucking stellar, sharp, tight. Also, we got Method Man. I know y'all, wherever you are, if you're following this tour, did not get Method Man, but the New Jersey show got Method Man and Red Man. It was wonderful. Excellent. Is, and, is, he, and, uh, is, he, is he um recording now for Power? So Meth. He's he's in a movie, so he couldn't he's couldn't. Uh, yeah, I won't be on the road with you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know everything. that contracts. I didn't know that contracts can tell you like you can't go but so far from set. Well, especially in um the these pandemic times, because like the reality is um if you go somewhere you get sick you're gonna fuck up all the it's money it costs we got you know we we got all these locations that we paying for. Right. so yeah we can't do that well it was 10 out of 10 Nas is back uh, that LA Nas thing but I'm still sticking with the no music festivals for me going forward but I'm happy to go to a concert I did not sit down the whole show that building what's your was thing with the music festivals the, going forward because like no Roots Picnic no more Roots Picnic none of that I can't deal with disarray. I can't deal with things running behind schedule. I can't deal with sets being too short, sound checks not being done, people not appearing who are supposed to appear. I just want to buy my ticket, go to my show, and leave. And that's what I got. And maybe the after party. I didn't even bother no after party. Um, me and uh, the good sir DJ Ty Brand went to our homes. He went to his, I went to mine. Great time. Peace out. Thank you very much. No after party. I had work in the morning. All right. Works for me. It was a great time. I'm considering going to that, that um, I've considered going to that camp show, but that's going to need to be a VIP experience for me or I can stay home. So stay tuned on that. Okie doke. I am a uh... Just going to log off. <laughs> well, you guys, like I said, please email us at termagentalk at gmail.com if you have any questions. Um, please inbox us. Uh, thank you so much for your attention and your time. We will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.